and we're being puppies. Enough, dude. I've been, I've like sang while I'm in the bathroom, uh-huh. like taking a shit or something like that. And yeah. My coworkers have heard me, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Well, it'd be even better if they were like, "You came out and they're all crying." Like they thought it was like, oh, "He's gorgeous." Oh my Look god. Him. He's glowing. <laughs> Holy shit. Adele was just taking a shit in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, soul sister. You walk out, it's a, just a big uh, fucking record exec. He gives you a handshake deal. <laughs> MCA records. Hey, did you wash? No, I don't even care. <laughs> no, let me just suck that pinky. <laughs> Don Rinkman. Head of Rinkman Electronics. <laughs> He just owns an like. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Daniel Guitar, owner of Guitar Center. I'd love to have you come sing for the opening. Yeah. <laughs> Get the ball rolling. Roll the ball, catch it in my mouth. Give me a bone, give a dog a bone. Happy Halloween. It's Santa's pumpkin birthday. It's pumpkin town and it's Halloween boy. Welcome. The spirits are ghoulin' in the rimpy. And it's out and it's fat and it's bigger and juicier than ever. It's Halloween and it's a pandemic. You want to know what's really scary? Witches. Unrelated. You know, it's really scary. Ghouls. Yeah, gooplins, not cool. So we got a big, we got big Halloween coming up. Uh, we got the blue moon on the Halloween. Uh, it's Friday the 13th on Halloween also. Uh, and we have an impending civil war. So this is fixing to be the coolest Halloween yet. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a top five Halloween. I'm looking forward to the rise of the pumpkins. I'm looking forward to BuzzFeed's fucking stellar article on it two weeks from now. Fucking top five best Halloweens of history? You wouldn't believe what 2020 had to say about it. (laughs) Remember when the pumpkin rose from the dead in Washington, D.C.? Bro, this is the year for it to happen, man. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in our last pumpkin. uh, Sorry, podcast. uh, But... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm thinking the earth is as thin as it's ever been. Pumpkins could probably come to life. There's uh, some evidence coming out about Skinwalker Ranch. It's just happening, bro. The wheels are in motion. The wheels of conspiracy are in motion. I think 2020 is finally the year, and I hesitate to say this, of Pumpkin Bay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hot girl summer. Mm, I'm more like juicy pumpkin Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a plumpkin, baby. <laughs> That's good, man. Fucking rumpkin pumpkin. Damn, dude, look at those plumpkins, baby. <laughs> Damn, boys, dibs on left. You, you oh, look my o- God. You look over to the left, the pumpkin's wearing makeup. It's got mascara dude, on. Dude, I, I don't think I ever sent you this, but I went to a pumpkin patch, and they had names of pumpkins ever, like in this huge pumpkin field. Like, I mean, there must have been... A hundred different species or strains, strains of pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin strain. This is the only picture I took. What's growing, baby? Large Marge. <laughs> Dude, they all had hilarious names like that, like fucking, like Benjamin's Dream. You know, like, and there's like fucking, like weed names, dude, but yeah. for pumpkin boys. Fucking Tangerine Dream. Fucking yeah. Blue Crest Volvet. Volvet. What's growing? Jessica's vulva. <laughs> it's like really graphic pink stuff. Pink is <laughs> The pinkest pumpkin there is, baby. Jessie's vulva. It What's growing? Sense. Margaret's clit. Dude, Jamie bought one that was fucking Red Death. It's a red pumpkin, dude. Hey, Freeho, we recording. Red, red pumpkin. Freeho seems to think I got treats in my mouth, yeah. but I don't. You want to kiss him? He says, let me eat your tonsils. I know they're very tasty. Let me get those goo bins. I don't know. I just found it. I thought that said Wicked Jacksonville. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a really odd sticker to get. Did you order that? (laughs) Is that specialty? (laughs) Wicked Jacksonville. Jacksonville's only caramel popcorn store. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ketlums. Ketlum corns. (laughs) 
Ketamine corns. Come get some ketlums. You want my ketlum? Come and take it. Jacksonville. Dude, did you read that uh, Skinwalker Ranch article I sent you? I watched like half the video and uh, then I got pulled into a conversation so I forgot. But I didn't watch a video. I don't know how much it covered. but Yeah. So, you know how Robert Bigelow owned it? Uh-huh. Deuce so, Bigelow's dad. Yeah. The classic. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it turns out Deuce Bigelow... You know, he was a a, a lowly uh, a lowly jiggle. Yeah, he was he, a, he was a mere whore. But his son growing up under Deuce's watch, you know, he said, "I'm a, I'm going to be better than this, you know? I'm I'm going to make it big." So, Robert Bigelow became the fucking fattest pimp in the world, baby. <laughs> you want to talk about an estranged relationship? How about your son pimping out his dad, bro? <laughs> talk about trauma. <laughs> yeah what about what so robert oh, bigelow owns skinwalker so ranch he ended up selling it to some like real estate uh mogul in vegas i think but he also recently hired a bunch of scientists and whatever to go monitor the land the real estate guy did yeah yeah and uh i guess they're coming out with a fucking history channel series on it yeah. So that's kind of neat. <laughs> that uh, is really cool. But apparently they had a lot of things happen. And we've talked about the magnetic shit. Yeah. Like they were trying to fly some drones above it. And their monitor kept saying like, please take away the magnet or oh, whatever. Weird. So it was like picking that up and they, it wouldn't work. And they said that the dude was like almost like jokingly calling out like, come on, please, please just let me fly this drone. And right after he said it, it cut off. And they were able to fly the drone. Holy shit. Isn't that weird? Dude, that is so weird, man. Well, they think the whole... You also just look up Skinwalker Ranch if you don't know what I'm talking about. But there's a documentary about it on Hulu, The Hunt for the Skinwalker, right? Um, but, fuck, I totally forgot what I was even saying. What, what, were you saying? what was the last thing you said? It Magnets. Made, oh, they were saying, well, like... Uh, it seems like Skinwalker Ranch is just a big trickster. Like a big trickster guy. Yeah, he a fucking jesty boy. Yeah, he a jesterson. Dude, you know what's weird, which I'd never heard of, and I was reading this thing. A lot of these guys, a lot of these scientists and guys and women or whatever that are, that were out there monitoring it, they had this thing they called like the hitchhiker effect. Uh-huh. So a lot of them, like high strangeness, like followed them home. No way. And they yeah. were having like really weird experiences back in their regular lives. Yeah. Which is super fucking weird. Well, that's but, what happened in Hellier too, kind of, right? Yeah. A little bit. Which I think if if it's just like if it's like a thin earth thing and like fucking entities from other dimensions or whatever come out, they might like attach to people or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see why they wouldn't. It I don't, gives them yeah. somewhere to go, maybe. Yeah. Because it, it's an easier way to follow other than, you know, if you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere in Utah, maybe you don't, you know, I, I'm speaking on behalf of the entities here, so pardon me. But, you know, <laughs> you come out and there's like some ranchack fucking houses and then desert <laughs> everywhere. If you're some weird fourth dimension entity, maybe you don't know like, oh, there's more. Yeah. You know? But maybe if, like, there's people and, like, beings, like, they can, like, oh, shit, I'm going to follow this dude around, you know? For sure, yeah. They might just be a little self-contained in a little sphere there almost. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they actually, they got some stuff. But, you know, I always take these things with a grain of salt because you never know if they're just trying to fucking hype up this series or whatever. But it seems like, and to me, like, this sounds ridiculous as, as someone who really highly values evidence... Uh, uh, this is one of the only times with anything like I don't believe in like ghosts almost like at all but like the absence of evidence almost doesn't concern me because in some of the uh, series I've watched on it they they record like so they can't get you know, the thermal cameras or radiation detectors or motion sensors to work. Yeah. But they can record the technology malfunctioning in weird ways. Uh-huh. Right? And I mean, it's super easy. I mean, humans have the technology to block <coughs> technology, right? Like yeah. Like, we can block things from working just on our level. Like, why wouldn't something 
that possibly has this crazy amount of energy, like not, why would it not interfere? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it can most certainly fucking do little electric stuff. Yeah. And if it's a little witch goblin, she definitely got electric eel fingers. Yeah, she fucking shoot the eel wrinkies at the fucking computer boy. Yeah, she shoot her little wrinkle eels. Yeah, fucking big energy wrinkles, make a computer go (laughs) bye-bye. And that's just, that's fucking game, set, match, boys. Yeah, and that make the computer troll cry. And yeah, <laughs> I, if you guys aren't familiar, there's a little troll that does all the work in your computer. Yeah, he really small. He this also is flat. what the deep state doesn't want you to know. His name Flat Stanley. <laughs> Ever heard of him? He probably visited your elementary school and got your social security number. Yeah, these fucking government-run schools pump this fucking Flat Stanley propaganda down your throat <laughs> like he's some sort of fucking... Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, put him in an envelope. Send him to Italy. Whatever. Yeah, right, asshole. You just fucking sent a highly trained weapon into a foreign country. Welcome to war, idiot. (laughs) Welcome to war, Principal McNally. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. Now he's going to fucking tell all of Palestine about Israel's nuclear armament. (laughs) You know Flat Stanley's a fucking drone for the fucking Palestinian deep state. Fuck, man. I just fucking had a brain blast. I sent Flat Stanley to my cousin in Canada when I was in, like, second grade. I bet you that's what set the wheels in motion to fucking tear down NAFTA. I guarantee it. And guarantee he pr- it. Bro, he probably tricked Justin Trudeau into wearing blackface at that party in college. <laughs> <laughs> that was hey, all. Justin, dude, I got a killer idea for you. Yeah, what, Flat Stanley? I value your opinion more than anyone. Bro, let's put on a bunch of real dark makeup. Put on a fucking turban. Like, what even was that? It's not even like... It wasn't a popular character or anything. No, like, it, honestly, it's ethnically confusing. Because, is he is he trying to be an Indian? What, like, what was it? Has he explained what, what was... Because, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not super well versed on, like, ethnic minorities and whatever, but... I've not seen a lot of pictures of African people wearing what what appeared to be like Indian royalty getup. You know, it was very uncommon. It was uncommonly it was racist. An ambiguous dark person. <laughs> it was no. He wasn't like a sultan or like prince of Persia. It was just a racist thing. <laughs> it was just him being racist for the fun of it. Bro, this is why Israel <laughs> dropped our ass. Yeah, this is why we're fucking canceled. It's because we have all these hot takes on Flat Stanley, <laughs> who's actually a big proponent of round earth, believe it or not. <laughs> the round earth theory. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to get too crazy with stuff, but you know, we don't need to confuse our voters. Guys, don't listen to me. The earth is definitely not a sphere. <laughs> Thanks, Flat Stamman. Yeah, he fucking, he's known. Uh, here's a couple ideas for the Grimace around the horn. Grimace at fucking Skinwalker Ranch or Grimace versus Flat Stanley. Oh, that could be a good one. Man. Oh, and it's just in time for Halloween. Nothing scarier than Flat Stanley because he's kind of the angel on your shoulder Dude, and the demon. I got a fucking perfect middle ground here. Uba. Grimace is at. Stinwalker Ranch. Uh-huh. Flat Stanley appears out of the caverns yes. as a fourth dimensional being. Or a la a two dimensional being. Uba. And that's just goddamn funny. I don't care who you are. Because <laughs> he paper. He flat. He flat. He only got two dimensions. <laughs> Crazy talk, am I right? So we got Flat Stanley and we'll... You know, I like it. If you like it, we'll put it on hold. We're going to put it on hold. You like it? I love it. Okay. Flat Stanley and Grimace... Battle for the fucking hellfire at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. So earmark that, guys. It's going to start at uh, 37 minutes in. We're going to go right on through. 37 minutes to an hour 25. After that, Pierce is going to cry in my arms to an hour 47. I'm going to turn around and start talking about my trauma. I'm going to cry until two hours, 15 minutes. And then we get wet butt. Then we get wet butt. We're going to fuck until three hours, 25 minutes. (laughs) Oh, there's a nice little tampon on the floor. How about that? Can't stop the wet butt. Can't stop the wet butt. Yeah. Fucking juicy. Uh, (laughs) Dude, you ever drink high C punch and get faded? 
Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I put a little bit of, I put a fentanyl straw in there. <laughs> they make those now. It's a straw laced with fentanyl. It's for the old, it's for the elderly. <laughs> yeah. It so would... it's too hard for, oh, it's too hard for grandma to swallow a pill. Yeah, her throat hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuck, doctor. <laughs> Here you go, Margaret. Have two fentanyl straws. Oh, dude, you know what was really funny? So, uh, one of my buddies at work, same dude I was telling you about earlier, my friend Ali, who was born and raised in Saudi Arabia. I, I don't know how we got onto it, but I, I was describing to him what boofing was. It's <laughs> like, what? You stick drugs in your butthole? <laughs> was so confused about it, which I guess, you know, I, I guess... In, Granted, yeah. I think an average person might be confused about that method of, of drug intake. And it's funny because I, I explained to him... The like the potency or method of intake of, of drugs on the, on the list, you know, like eating, snorting, boofing, smoking, injecting. I would say yeah. as a whole, that's probably your scale of best intake. For sure. Maybe, maybe boofing is better than smoking. Probably. You probably lose less of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I just think with, with smoking, like if you're going to smoke crack or smoke heroin, it probably hit you quicker than boofing it. Definitely. Well, yeah, for but coke. It'd be less I, yeah. lasting. Yeah. You know? yeah I, I mean, these are, these are the. Quaaludes, but. Nostradamus tried to address these questions years ago and his head fucking melted. So <laughs> he was. The boofa better than a smoke? <laughs> I'm a Nostradamus. And then he fucking smoked heroin through his butthole and fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking uh, caused Mount Pompeii to fucking eviscerate his ass. That's what happened, dude. Earth got mad. Yeah, Earth got mad. He said the fucking greatest was taken. I'm fucking going out with a swing, baby. Pompeium. <laughs> then fucking there were guys blue. all over. Sorry, we've been misspeaking. Vesuvius exploded. Pompeii was the city. Mount Vesuvius exploded. And then you, you, had, you had people all over Pompeii just jacking it. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do, you know? No. You see a giant, you see a pyroplastic flow barreling towards you, and you say, let me crank one off for the record. And and, and they knew they got 30 seconds till this mushroom cloud comes, so they don't even bother looking through Pornhub. They go to the old faithful oh, Asa, I... Asa Akira morning <laughs> fuck, and they bust in 20 seconds flat. I could do it. A fear crank? For sure. Oh, definitely. Could you imagine the adrenaline rush of watching a fucking 2,000 degree Fahrenheit <laughs> ash flow barreling towards you? Bro, I'd almost certainly fucking premature ejaculate. You'd definitely I come early. I would be able to get it out of the pants, baby. The <laughs> thought that I'm about to be dead forever? Nothing makes me come quicker than the thought of death. <laughs> you know, the great and philosopher... And this is why I tell my family, do not listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> the great philosopher uh, Armentite Actually, his famous oh, last Arm words, Hammer? Army Hammer, the actor and also founder of Army Arm Hammer. The, the the gentleman who invented baking soda. Yeah, and he also okay, invented uh, ovarian cancer from talcum powders. Yeah. And his famous last words as a Vesuvius was barreling a cloud of hellfire towards him. He wrote an ash on the ground. I picked the wrong day to take Adderall. Because he was trying <laughs> no! to... <laughs> yeah, he was just limp. And he got frozen solid as a stone with this little nubby dick in his hand. And he was actually quite hung, history says. <laughs> it's just basic science and anatomy, boy. You, you take amphetamine, pee-pee go bye-bye. Yeah, pee-pee go hide-hide. You know, <laughs> pee-pee go in your body to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Say, bro, I'm so fucking focused right now. Bro, I gotta do this homework. And you already graduated, but you're just fucking trying to get smarter. <laughs> that was actually the first name for Fear Factor was Fear Buster. They were going to do fear come based Scary crank? Scare crank. Yeah. Scare oh, it, Scare tactics was scare crank ticks. <laughs> <laughs> scare crank. You're in a Walmart and a fucking zombie comes out of the toilet paper aisle and you just... Ah! Just really quick. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm Tracy Morgan. You just won $500,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I have a wet towelette? <laughs> Nah, man, you're under arrest. (laughs) (laughs) This is a public shopping center, sir. (laughs) Hey, use that prize money for bail, you fucking pervert. Take him away, boys. I don't even want to look at him. (laughs) He's like a Chris Hansen type. It's like all to catch a a crank predator. (laughs) To to to, to catch a (laughs) cranker. 
Craigator. Craigator. Craigslister. Yeah, that's, I mean, dude, that's a fucking Urban Dictionary uh, entry if I've ever heard of one. A Craigager. <laughs> it's a it's a predator on Craigslist, just in case you guys didn't get the context. <laughs> I'm on fucking big brain time tonight, dude. Yeah, you're on a different fucking wavelength. I told you I ate an apple earlier, so I'm just over here fucking writing in silly and braille. It's got fucking loose blood, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking over here writing in goddamn Arabic. Don't even know the language. Yeah, just not like know those it. unfunny chumps with their thick blood and such. <laughs> Deep cut only both of us understand, Deep but cut I appreciate only it. If you've ever seen uh, part four of Larry Charles' <laughs> Dangerous World of Comedy on Netflix, yeah. you're going to want to fast forward about 10 minutes in, you'll get it. <laughs> and you will not laugh. <laughs> it is more concerning than funny. <laughs> I, not that part, but the the overall episode. Dangerous world of comedy, more like sad world of sad. <laughs> uh. World big sad, and we deserve to go bye bye on the earth from forever. Thanks, Nostradami, for making Mount Vesuvi come back. Bro, have you ever later. thought like, what if the Earth is a being and we're the parasites, bro? Shit, and we're leeching from it, and we're just poo poo pee peeing all over it, bro. And we're docked in Earth's butthole, <laughs> and it's not sex if you don't thrust, says Earth. <laughs> and then when Earth come, that's when the ozone layer disappear, sun rain down, big rays make electronics quit. <laughs> Fucking the biggest silent rave ever, baby. No music sounds. The ultimate silent rave really is no music. Yeah. No music and the sky rain hellfire down upon everybody. <laughs> it's kind of like Duck Duck Goose. Last one to stand wins the world and then it all stop and you reign king on your giant pile of methamphetamine. <laughs> Thanks, silent goose. Dude, didn't I tell you I had a story to tell? Oh, I had on... one too, yeah. What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, that was a long time ago, though. I can look through our text. Hold on. Did you find it? No, but it's okay. And no, record. What were you saying? You didn't like Spooky Wretched movie about the Witchman? No, it's fucking terrible, bro. Dude, we text so much. I'm not going to be able to find this shit. Yeah, that's I'm like, fuck, dude. Or I text a lot. So much garble speak in there, man. Yeah, it's just a lot of references to ether. Just like beepums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> You got to get through at least a hundred scurbins before you get to anything of worth. What did we watch? I watched The Lodge the other night. That was pretty good. That was interesting. Yeah, that was not bad, actually. I, I actually thought it was pretty good because it wasn't actually haunted. The chick was just fucking crazy. Yeah, she was I like ones. movies like that, especially where, like, they don't end well. Like, there's no resolve. Like, she just kills the father and then makes the kids sit there while he's just dead at the fucking... Yeah. And then she, like, certainly kills them. <coughs> yeah, I know that was cool. And I like when the kid fank, uh, fake hang himself. Yeah. Man. Holy shit. I'm not going to lie, bro. That was definitely a twist. That was spooky. To me, that yeah. they were actually hiding her medication. Like, that's fucking awful, dude. Yeah, kids are bad. I was honestly, I was really bummed it didn't show her murdering the children because I was like, they deserve it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they they don't fucking do. hide someone's medication. That's so fucked up. No, they deserve a, a thick spank. And like a mean one, not like a fun one. Yeah, um, like, not not like a make it hurt, but also make me feel safe. Yeah, no, like, you're bad, you just, you're gonna stay in a closet for a while, you <laughs> bitch ass. They almost killed someone, she needed her medicines. Um, there's a new movie called Jack in the Box, it's actually not new, but it's about a haunted Jack in the Box, I might watch that later. Fucking... Like, the restaurant? yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real? It's about getting salmonella from know, Jack in the Box. I was going to say, you want to know what's fucking scary is Jack in the Box's chicken. <laughs> okay. Ho-ho. Ho-ho. Fucking, I dare you to cease and desist us, Jack in the Box. Come get it, bro. Come should and take start, it. Should we just start lying? What? Like on saying? the podcast? Like, should we start, like, touting ourselves up? You know, like we've gotten cease and desist letters and stuff to yeah. make it seem like we're Damn, actually... bro. Jack in the Box showed up at my doorstep, dude. <laughs> dude, tr- it was fucking Jack, bro. <laughs> it was Jack, and here's the deal. He was hammered. He tried to take my shoes. <laughs> hey, there's some nice shoes, asshole. Hey, bye. Heard you say I guess salmonella. Give me a kiss. <laughs> he didn't even want anything. Give me a phone and give me a kiss. 
Fuck, man, this is really bugging me. Uh, I can uh, I can tell my little story that was really gross. It's, Go for it'll it. be really quick. One time, I don't remember if I told this on the podcast. Uh, one time I was in kindergarten. I still think about this, and I think about the health implications of what this could mean. I was in the bathroom, and I was taking a shit, and I pooped, and I wiped, and I was like, damn, something hurts. And I looked on the toilet paper, and it was all blood. <laughs> and I reached back there. I am not kidding, bro. I reached to where my, like, my little butthole is. Wait, so have you had a hemorrhoid for 20 years? I don't know what this was. This is <laughs> Talk horrifying. Talk about a two-decade hemorrhoid here. Bro, I think a little piece of my intestine came out, but it felt like it was like a string. So it was a what? string was hanging out of my butthole, and it, it hurt to the touch, so it was part of my body. Were you eating dental floss again? I think I was eating dental floss, and it took a kidney out. <laughs> And it made it long. <laughs> it gave me long kidney. And so I was like, this is so gross. So I was like, I'm going to pull this fucker out. So I started pulling. I was like, oh, I started screaming oh in the bathroom. Oh, my God. It was a single stall bathroom. So it was pretty cool. All the privacy in the world, except for when you're screaming. And I was like, I got to deal with this fucking butt string. And so I, that also got me thinking, does everybody else have butt string? About a year later, I asked my friend, Mark McKinney, still my friend to this day, hey, you got butt string? And he looked at me all crazy, and I was like, wouldn't that be crazy if I had one? Um, but I go, all right, go yeah, back. I definitely don't have that. <laughs> Dude, I definitely don't have a loose kidney, but bumblebee string hanging on my butthole for sure. But, all right, cut back to the bathroom. I was like, I got to get rid of the string. It hurt too much to pull, so I went fucking, I do like I'm about to cut this little bitch off me. And I, I, it hurt, so I screamed, like, ah! and right then I clinched, and the string went, boop. You skeddied it? It, it skeddied up like uh, Lady in the Tramp. It, my butthole absorbed the string again. This intestine, I'm guessing, went back in my body, never saw the light of day again. Dude, I That's think... That's probably what the hemorrhoid is. Yeah, it's just been resurfacing, but this time he's a little more cautious, because he <laughs> knew you were about to take that bitch off. Yeah. He says, we can reach an equilibrium here. We if can I reach just, a deal. <laughs> if I just pook out a little bit, he won't cut me. If I just get a little sticky nasty, he'll yeah, leave me just alone. just a little bit of fresh air, a little <laughs> bit of soft hair. You know what I mean? Talk about that butt crack life. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag a butt's life. See, honestly, Casey, health implication-wise, I'd be more worried about the time you slept in a literal bed of cat shit. Well, you can get diseases from sleeping in poop bed. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I got cat scratch fever, but it was fucking from Dude, butt that, shit. Dude, I'm not even kidding. That had to be one of the funniest moments of my entire life. It wasn't funny for me, and it was a total accident, and, and nobody could be blamed for it. Uh, definitely not me. It was and it cat wasn't, room. It was what cat room. I was blacked out on Bud Lights, on BLs, baby, on Beelzebub's, <laughs> which is hard to do. And it was the night after I... You drink 40 of those puppies. You drink you 40. Sleep. You're down for the count. And here's the fun part. You're going to fall asleep on the ground while everybody's watching Batman Dark Knight. And you're going to piss your pants, bro. So I pissed my pants and I was like, gotta go back, goodbye. And I just opened the <laughs> random door and I, and I found a bed and I laid on it. And I was like, this is one squishy bed. And I fell asleep and it was cat shit bed. Dude, it's his fault, bro. We literally wake up in the morning and try to find Casey, and we open this door, and it's literally a room. I don't know if the cats. It was live. cat room. Did they live in there? Dude, I think he shut the cats. This is Mark's fault. Mark's a fucking psycho. Okay, so he he shut them in the room for the party. No, I think he kept them in there for life. Oh, okay, that's what I was thinking. He's a murderer. Like. They, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm trying to divert attention. No, bro, Mark's fucked up, bro. I bet he was fucking those cats. <laughs> Like, I mean, I wouldn't say there was definitely a little bit of level of neglect, but it wasn't like a closet. Like it was a full size bedroom those cats lived in. It was a spare bedroom, for but sure. there definitely should have been some more toilet cleanup for those cats. <laughs> there should have been a litter box. Definitely. So yeah, I don't know if because I mean, what we partied like three days in a row. Yeah, we partied right? pretty hard. So those cats, you know, you're drinking BLs, you're doing ecstasy, you're not thinking about cleaning the cat box. You know, we were doing blow too. Yeah. So there was literally like like child sized old like metal white tubed like bunk beds in this room <laughs> and Casey is on the bottom bunk and he is literally covered in No, it was shit. mostly my legs. There was a little bit on my arms. It wasn't on my face, so I'm not that gross. 
but I just remember everybody, I could hear people peeking in the room and laughing. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off, I'm trying to sleep. And I remember Micah's bitch-ass voice in particular. He's like, bro, what, dude, somebody's got to get him out of there. I remember him <laughs> saying that. And, I, and then they were like, all right. Mark was like, all right, this has gone on long enough. And they woke me up, and my legs were just covered. Like the godfather when he wakes up and the, hor- the horse's head is in his bed. <laughs> Except his cat Except time. his cat shit. And my legs were covered in cat poop. But honestly, it's Mark's fault for being a fucking psycho and killing and fucking cats. Bro, he's probably harvesting those cats to sell. He does weird shit like it's that. It's a cat harvest, you know? He's a carpenter. I bet some rich client paid him so he could tile his roof with cat fur. <laughs> hey, we're PETA and we're here to give you a cease and desist. <laughs> Bro, PETA showed up at my doorstep the other day drunk. They wanted my shoes. <laughs> Hi, my name is PETA. <laughs> That's it. Hey, let me see your dog. Is he healthy? He smells like poop. Fuck, man, dude, I'm so Yeah, I think, if this time. helps, I think your story had something to do with uh, either relapsing or right after rehab. If this helps. Fuck. Oh, no, you said, have you ever... Oh, Matt Decent. Oh, Matt Decent. that's what it was! We made it! But you did remind me of a funny story of when I relapsed. And I, what was it? I don't... Yeah. I don't think anyone even remembers this shit anyway. No, so even no, no. if I've told it, who cares? Certainly not. Which one should I do? Should we? I'll do this one first because this is a uh, nasty, and then we'll both because <laughs> we were both at the the mad decent thing, so we can tie yeah, those. Definitely. So I had re- I was like on a relapse, and it was like my friend's birthday, and I like, oh my god, no, so. I had met with this girl on Tinder and she came over and I was just like drinking. I had a bottle of Stoli in my freezer and this girl's at my house and weirdly enough, she was like an ex addict or something. So yeah. So I'm just in there taking pulls of vodka like time to time. And then I get a text like, oh, my buddies are going out to the bars or whatever. And I'm like, all right, later, you got to go. And just like (laughs) kick this girl out of my house. And then go down to Buckhead and get proceed to get fucking absolutely shit hammered at this fucking bar. I black out. And I, I don't know if there's really an equivalent to how the bar scene is here, like compared to like Buckhead bars in Atlanta. Yeah. But like the Buckhead bars, like you go there and there's 200 people in a fucking bar shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the ground is just nasty. Like yeah, a bar tar. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I guess I got so drunk, I started throwing napkins in the air like I was making <laughs> it rain. Like I was just, you know, the bar, the bar people keep like stacks of napkins uh-huh. by the bar. And I'm just grabbing the whole thing and just throwing them in the air, just throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> and then I got on the ground and started rolling around or something. Oh my god! In the bar slop. I don't remember. <laughs> I, any I don't of remember this. this story. That's so fucked. I up. don't remember any of this. But so that's what happened. Rolling <laughs> bar slop. Yeah, just rolling around in it. So I don't remember any of this. But I wake up. I am in my friend's bed with him. Oh, no. I'm in his bed with him because it was his birthday. So he probably got completely shit hammered the night before as well. So I'm sure he blacked out also. He's sleeping next to me. I'm next to him in bed and I have no pants on. Nothing. I'm wearing a t-shirt and I'm straight dick out in bed with him. You're completely and naked? Like, no, I had a t-shirt on. Oh, okay. But no pants, no underwear, nothing. And I'm not even kidding. I woke up and my first thought was, holy shit, did I fuck my friend? Like, I was so fucking worried. And I got up and literally like a fucking walk of shame, I grabbed the sheet and wrapped it around and walked around his house and found my pants in a slop pile. Yeah. In the in his kitchen, soaking wet, soaking wet, 
I put the pants on, I get in my car and drive back to my apartment. I'm still fucking hammered. You were Winnie the Pooh in it, so you had no yeah, underwear, no just pants Just a t-shirt on. on. <laughs> just walking around his apartment, hammered drunk, looking for my pants. I find my pants. Pants and shoes are soaking wet. It did not rain. And I was traumatized. I'm sitting here thinking, holy shit, did I literally fuck him? <laughs> Like, why? Why? Did it, why ever, did it I, ever cross your mind that he might have fucked you? Did, maybe. did you think about that? Either too? or. I, like, I'm saying, like, Either did one. we fuck? Either one. Like, yeah. you know? That was running across my mind heavy, you know? And which, like, no big deal if we did, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I didn't know that about myself. Yeah, it's like, certainly a revelation. Yeah. yeah, you know? Like, this is something I was not expecting from the deepness of my soul. Like, so I'm, I'm sitting in my house like, holy shit. Did we fuck? Also, <laughs> did we fuck after I pissed my pants? Well, this like, guy's damn. horny. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is dying to fuck Damn, me. bro. There must have been a lot of tension I did not pick up on over the years. <laughs> this guy fucked piss pierce. <laughs> so, yeah, just get in my car, pants slopping wet, like, just disgusting. And just drove home. I just had to ponder on the thought like, bro, this is going to add a whole dynamic to our relationship that I did not see coming. Anyways, I found out down the road that the events that, you know. <laughs> did you that, ask him about how soon after did you ask him? Oh, I must ask him a day or two. I couldn't, I couldn't sit on yeah. that. I could, I'm like, yeah. but yeah, it, it was comforting to find out that he had blacked out. Nice. I think I was on the couch and I got up. And either took my pants off and got in bed with him and then slept. <laughs> or you know, something around those lines. But he had no idea. He no see wet pee-pee pierce. So that was really cool and all. I'm really glad about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Obviously, first concern you have is he fucked you in the ass. Or B, it's on the same level. Or you fucked him in the butt. It doesn't matter, and it'd be beautiful. Hey, it could have been mouth stuff. Yeah, it's just true. You suck each other's dicks, pee pee dick. <laughs> or you know, option B, which is much much less concerning as a straight man, but still concerning is he saw my little drunk wiener. That was honestly the biggest <laughs> yeah, concern. Yeah, that's also a concern. I was more worried about that than the possibility that we had fornicated the night before. Yeah, if, I was you, like, if you fuck, he's not going to care about your dick because it's like now y'all are like brothers. Like, yeah, we've been in. <laughs> One of us has been inside of the, of one another. Like then you got to feel comfortable about it. There's no bond that <laughs> that can't be broken. Possibly one, if not both, of us need to address <laughs> and move forward. You know, and decide where we're gonna go. <laughs> decide if you want a relationship or yeah. Is this just your typical run of the mill college experimentation? Whatever. This is you what know? people have been talking about in movies. It's just, you know, like I said, that's not the concern. <laughs> I, I honestly, if that was the case, great for me. But it's just something I didn't see coming, you know? <laughs> got I'm you like, off damn, guard. dude, drunk Pierce fucking got so drunk last night. We, <laughs> explain, we explored a whole new field of opportunities, you know? <laughs> but the biggest concern was he see little shriveled drunk pee-pee dick. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody That's hung the most embarrassing drunk. part about it, you know? Yeah, your blood is going all kinds of other places. Nobody's hung when they're wasted. <laughs> and you're smoking so many menthols, too. Your dick is fucking practically, <laughs> practically inside you. <laughs> you're practically fucking yourself. <laughs> Anyways, should we move forward to the Mad Decent story? Yeah, you set it up. So... They're, they, I guess the Mad Decent record label, which does a ton of electronic music, it's like Diplo's uh, label. There was a, they would do the Mad Decent Festival, I guess, in Atlanta sometimes, or I think they would do it in other places too. But uh, it was at the the Masquerade when that used to be a thing, and they had the whole like lawn in the back that was kind of like a mini uh, amphitheater, if yeah. you will, you know, um, like Lakewood or like. Red Rocks, if you will. Um, so it's back there. We're in Forsyth. We decide to get absolutely fucking shit hammered tanked. All I remember is Taka and Four Loco and cocaine. Yeah. And me, was, yeah, me and Wes had a bottle of Taka and we had each taken, I think, like 
Dude, I remember... Ten shots before we got in the car. I, yeah, I remember us. We were And we got in the car and we're ripping it in the car. Yes, I remember that vividly. And then I blacked the fuck out. Yeah, wow. so we get to Mad Decent. I don't know if I had Coke on me or if I had bought it from it's someone It's like there. two or three in the afternoon. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's, it's mid-fucking yeah. mid day. And it's hot. It's hot. It's yeah. in the middle of summer. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, I'm in my typical rave attire, talking about tank top. I'm talking about cool glasses. I'm talking about a camelback, you know? <laughs> typical white guy at a music festival. And essentially, I, I black in, and my girlfriend at the time had drove us to the music festival to be a part of as well, but I guess she was remaining comparatively sober. <laughs> I am with myself and a girl... A random girl, and we were doing cocaine on my phone in the trees yeah. up on this hill. <laughs> and I blacken, and there was a security guard standing at the bottom of the hill, pointing up at me. You, I see you. Get down here. <laughs> and there's nowhere to run, because at the top of the hill is a huge fence. Yeah. So there's nowhere to go. So I give in, start you know, formulating my plan of escape as I meander down this little hill. <clears throat> I don't know where the girl went, but she, I guess, was not a part of this... Uh, <laughs> Just you, bro. This detaining scenario. So he grabs me, and he starts walking. You know, he grabs my hands. I think he has my hands behind my back. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like 18. I'm thinking, holy shit, I'm about to get a fucking coke charge. Like, yeah. not chill. So so not chill. Yeah, so not <laughs> vibing, bro. So I'm walking, and in my head, I'm so geeked up and drunk. I'm like, all right, all right. So this is what we're going to do. I'm starting to think like football steps. I'm like, all right, we're going to fucking one-two shuffle, left foot, right foot, left foot, pivot, spin around him, and run into the crowd, right? And Pierce is notoriously fast as lightning when he's hammered, <laughs> so this, this is foolproof. So I do it. I go like left, right, left, pivot, spin around this guy's back, and run. And it I worked. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I am fucking sprinting, but this guy had some fucking wheels. Full blown tackles my ass from behind, takes me to the ground, and then I'm like a cornered child. I just start yelling, <laughs> just literally screech yelling. And he gets me up and he grabs me by my book bag, which if you're looking to escape, do not buckle that thing. So he has me by pretty much like a fucking, you know, a harness. And he's bringing me, <laughs> he's bringing me towards the fucking, the, the gates where there's police. And I'm like, oh my fuck, I'm going to fucking jail. I'm getting charged with fucking cocaine possession. I'm trying to think of a way to get it out of my pocket while they inevitably go to search me. And cop grabs me, they do a little handoff, and cop just shoves me out the front. Yeah. Which is, honestly, I, I, I'm super thankful, but from a, a rule and authority standpoint, I mean, I looked young. I looked like a teenager. Yeah. And they just shoved a clearly intoxicated child onto the streets of Atlanta. I don't even think we were 18. I think we were like... We were like 17. 17 or 16, yeah. yeah. And they shoved me out onto fucking Ponce de Leon, which at the time, this was before Ponce had been gentrified. Yeah. So it was not a great spot of town. And they just shoved me out and pretty much say, like, you're done, bro. So I just start fucking walking down Ponce. And I think I already had it in my head that my girlfriend was fucking pissed. So I just start walking down Ponce and I'm like, I know there's a MARTA station by the Bank of America, the pencil building, uh, down Ponce. So I just start walking. They didn't fucking take my Coke. So I go to this fucking, I'm walking, <laughs> and I'm like, time for more Coke, right? So I stop at this Burger King, and then, you know, it's a bad part of town. So, you know, the Burger King has a rule where you're not allowed to use the bathroom unless you're a paying customer because, you know, people are going in there and shooting up and smoking yeah. crack or whatever. <laughs> so I buy a small fry and turn around and say, hey, man, want some fries? And just give it to some dude and go into the bathroom. And I start lining up Coke and doing Coke off my phone in, on the bathroom floor of this fucking Burger King. 
and I just get fucking gacked, dude. I'm pretty sure I did the rest of the coke just right there. And just start power walking down Ponce, dude. And I almost made it to the Marta station. And I think Wes yells out of the car window <laughs> of Sydney's car. And they see me and I get in the car and we then perform a very long and silent drive back to Forsyth County. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm she broke up with me for a little bit, like a day. Well, there's also context... Me and Wes also got kicked out. So I don't know why. I can't remember why Wes got kicked out. But I don't. I remember at one point being near y'all by the woods. I don't remember if I was up there with y'all. But I remember I knew I was aware that you were in the woods. And then I was so fucking. I was so hammered. It was so hot. And I think what happened. My recollection is that I was pissing in the middle of a crowd. So I think somebody was in the fucking bathroom, and I was like, no thank you, daddy go tank. And I just start pissing literally in the middle of a crowd. Like, I mean, I'm sure I probably gave somebody, hey, watch out, buddy. Like, <laughs> I just got pissed, buddy. And so I get kicked out. They, He's very aggressive. He drags me. He, he, and I think I'm going to get arrested too, but I wouldn't have fucking cared. I was just wasted. And so he, he, yeah, same thing. They push me out, and I'm like, "This is awesome, bro. This is no reason. This is crazy." And yeah, Ponce is like in a bad area of town. So I remember like just walking by, like, whatever. I was, I mean, I was almost a hundred percent blacked out. I mean, I'd say ninety nine percent. But I just remember at one point I was like, "This is scary." And then <laughs> I remember blacking in, and I was by this little. It was like a secondary entrance, but there was, there was like. Three security guards. There's no line. So I think it was like like maybe an artist interest or something. And so there's a security guard on both sides of the thing. And then there's one in the middle. And then I like I, I spot it and I'm like, don't even think about it. Make a run for the stage. So I, I just I guess I was thinking, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I literally I just was like, if I can make it on stage, I'll be a hero. Like at that point, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm going for being a legend rather than... This is not rat rational thought. I was like, if I make it on stage, everybody's going to adore me. They'll probably just shower me in roses. And so I just start running, and the dude fucking trucks my ass, right? Like, right in the upper chest throat dude, area. Dude, they had some fucking athletes working security, boys. dude. They had some beef mongrels. <laughs> they were fucking beefing us all down. I mean, me and Pierce got a fucking mouthful of beef. And he fucking took my ass down, and it was literally, I don't know if this happened before this happened to Pierce or after, but screeching was in the air, because I just started fucking screaming. The screech vibes were heavy. Oh, it was a screech vibe night, and our ears are all womped up, so we weren't much for conversation anyways. And I just started screaming at the top of my fucking lungs. Ah! Just like, little like a broken pterodactyl toy. And... <laughs> And I'm screaming so much, and I guess the security had caught wind of me, so they like the cops immediately rush over. They're like, this one has to go to jail. He's a little bit too much fun. And so the cops are like being real handsy, and I just start like spitting on them, and I start cussing at them, like total just like... Just I, I, belligerent. Yeah, belligerent. I just reverted to monster status. I was like, you fucking pigs, fucking cock-sucking pigs, pussies, and like... I remember I kept calling them pussies. That was like my biggest memories. I that kept saying pussies. That is a typical pussies. Casey move, too. Yeah, and it hurts feelings, and that was the idea. And I kept calling them pussies, and and it's making a huge scene. Like hundreds of people are looking at me, fucking pussy, idiot, bitch, pussies. And uh, the cop had his knee in the back of my neck, and uh, and I was just spitting and screaming. And then Wes walks up like a messiah out of the distance, and he's just like. Hey, I'm not. I, I remember this part. He's like, "Hey, I'm not even gonna tell you to let him go. Can I just give him a high five? <laughs> and the cops are like, "If you do that, you're under arrest too." And Wes is like, "Noted." <laughs> and he like backs up, and uh, I'm just screaming and screaming and screaming. Like these hot chicks are walking by, and I'm trying to hit on them while the cops are fucking me. How you doing, sweetie? You want some? Like just, just belligerent. You want some of this action, mommy? Get some bad boy. And. Uh, <laughs> You can do anything about these pussies? Tell them I got it here, man. These fucking pussy cops. Uh, and then Wes eventually, for some reason, is like, hey, man, look, 
this is just more trouble than it should be. Let me just take him home. And the cops are like, okay. <laughs> and they just, <laughs> let, right. they just let my ass go, and I'm covered in mud. I'm so, I'm so covered in dirt. They have to let me back into the festival to go wash myself off in a bathroom. Because my face is just like mudman. My whole shirt was covered in mud and dirt and fucking whatever, spilled beers and shit. And shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, God. We're, they, like, let me wash off in the bathroom. Like, dude, this guy gonna stink in the yeah. squad car. <laughs> yeah. We don't want any stink fucking up part of this. Stink up my whip, dude. <laughs> I've heard a ghost ride in the whip, but stinking the whip down? I don't think so, Hotshot. Not on these streets. <laughs> I wish I knew why Wes got kicked out. They were kicking everybody out. It was a bloodbath. Honestly, he might have just left with you. No, he got kicked out. I've, I've, yeah. I've talked to him about it since. I think he was hammered and drinking vodka in the crowd or something. <laughs> Typical. We just all three get kicked out, and Sydney was furious. She Pierce's was so girlfriend. Pissed, dude. She was that so was mad. it, too, right? It was the, th- the four of us, right? Yeah, it was Me, just us Wes four. And Sydney. Bro, we got so drunk before that. God, we were just really hitting it hard. I mean, I bet, you know, 20 drinks maybe. And we're like 17 and it's like 2 in the afternoon. And I, my dad made me go home that night. Because I, I was like, can I stay the night out? And he's like, no, you have to come home. And I got so wasted, like 12 hours later, I wasn't drunk anymore. Or I still was hammered and I just had to go home and be like... It was a pretty fun day. I'm wearing completely different clothes. <laughs> I'm wearing Wes's shirt, Wes's pants. Because I was covered in mud. I had to change it as I was. And that was a sign of things to come. <laughs> that was only the, the beginning. Getting at 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> and your girlfriend don't like you. Well, at least it was fun. It was, man. I, don't re- I regret nothing. No, I, I, I had a lot of fun. It was too hot, though. I wish they wouldn't have made it so hot outside. Yeah, fucking stink air. Fucking pussies. <laughs> Fucking pussy bitch cops. Alright, so should we should we round it out? Yeah. Round the horn? Let's do Grimby round the horn. <clears throat> I think I can I'll start this one. I think he did it last time. Um Alright. What the lips. Pumpkin's birthday. <laughs> August 2003. Iraq is still fresh in America's mind. <laughs> Setting the scene. Borat has not come out for two more years. America doesn't know what's about to hit him. Skinwalker Ranch sits ideally in the Ute Mountain Basin. And ain't nobody there but a couple of pumpkins. <laughs> and a time portal. Out step Grimby. He's wearing big old baggy fubu shorts. <laughs> it's 2003. He's got an Allen Iverson jersey on, <laughs> 76ers. He's smoking a pack of those camels that were yellow. Uh, the cigarette was yellow and the filter was purple, so he looked goofy as hell. And they stopped selling them because it made kids want to smoke. But Grimace is having a ciggy poo. He look around and he go, Burder! Which means I wouldn't mind fucking a couple of these pumpkins. <laughs> and the pumpkins look at each other like, What did you say? <laughs> And Grimace immediately fucking throw his jersey off. His fat is just fucking trouncing. And he starts chasing these two sentient pumpkins. He grab one, he eat it. He grab the other one, he fuck it. <laughs> pumpkins start screaming. And suddenly Grimace, you're behind him. Hey, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? Grimace turned around. His flat Stanley. He's got a 44 Magnum. He's shooting right in the fucking knee. Grimma starts screaming. Flat Stanley run real fast. He does the thing like when there's little goblins in the movie, he run, he cut Grimace's Achilles. He run, he lick the blood. He run, he, he take off Grimace's little picky toe. He run, he trip Grimace, make him fall in a mud pie. And then as Grimace is getting up from mud pie, Flat Stanley go whisper in his ear. And what's he say, Pierce? He says, take notes, bitch. And he just fucking eats his shoes right in front of his goddamn face. <laughs> fucking limited edition Air Jordan fucking low rides, man. Grimace's prize possession. <laughs> fucking cry. Big cry. Biggest cry. Only time Grimace has cried in his life. And Flat Stanley, as a sentient two-dimensional being, they just fucking disappear, dude. It just phases into nothingness. Bye-bye. And fucking then he eat the shoes and he fucking start to glow and shake and rumble. And the ground starts to shake and rumble beneath him. And the fucking everything is fucking 
fucking waving and tracing, and it's fucking a whole nother dimension is coming out of nowhere. And Flat Stanley used magnetic waves to fly into the air like the paper being he is, and he goes, <laughs> fucking disappears into nothing. Grimace is confused, bloodied and injured, crawling around, yelling, which means, face me, you demon. Slide Dan... Slide Danley. Slide Daniels. Slide Daniels. Slide Daniels slips right out of Grimace's rear hole. Just fucking... He morphed right out of Grimace's butt, dude. And Grimace is now embarrassed as ever, man. He just fucking... He just violated him in ways that he never thought was possible. And it took Grimace down a peg or two. It made him fucking... Life, as he was squeezing out of Grimace's anus... Life flashed before his eyes, and he saw the evil deeds he had done. <clears throat> and it brought Grimace down to his fucking knees. <laughs> Grimace was on his hands and knees, crying, sobbing, begging Flat Stanley to just, just leave him alone. <laughs> He'll stop fucking pumpkins forever. And Flat Stanley says, not on my watch, your time has come. And he fucking flies, he picks a pumpkin up, and he flies in the air, and he fucking spikes his pumpkin down at fucking light speed. And it just crushes Grimace into the ground, creating a giant fucking hole. And Grimace says, which means, you never use the pumpkin against me. Fucking Grimace taps into that fucking dimensional wormhole realm and just starts spawning pumpkins hand in hand. Fucking wheel throwing them, you know, his arms are just going in circles. Pumpkin spawning, flying at Flat Stanley. One pumpkin after the next fucking hit his thin paper body, smashing him into the air. Flat Stanley, third pumpkin thrown, hits him perfect. Flat Stanley turns into jack-o'-lantern. It's now a Flat Stanley jack-o'-lantern. And it starts to fucking, again, shake, rumble, and grow. And grow and grow and grow until he giant punk-o'-lantern with fucking long paper arms. And he let out the biggest fucking ever heard the man and it fucking made a bunch of mountains crumble into dust and then what flat stanley defender of pumpkin has now become pumpkin himself the whole world of invisible pumpkin that surround us at all times has now become visible their savior is reborn pumpkin stanley all the pumpkins start singing the pumpkins tune Pumpkin Doris, Pumpkin Christmas. They're all super Celtic, and they look a little bit Swedish. And fucking Flat Stanley starts riding up his legs like he make them into tires. Now he can be anything because he made a paper and also God. And he start taking off. He run over Grimace, crush him like fucking Roadrunner. He look like an idiot. Grimace stand up, his body's waving back and forth like an accordion. Now all the world is watching. CNN is there. The eyes of America are on Grimace. Has this portal made it so purple men can finally go hell? Says CNN. Is Trump the most beautiful man in the world? Says Fox News. And also, Flat Stanley goes back. He rolls up the biggest mountain in Utah, the one that overlooks Salt Lake City. So he can get a running head start. He grabbed five boulders, so he weighs 600 pounds. He go down real big. He about to crush Grimace. Grimace stick up a big fucking purple hand like the Green Lantern. Slap Flat Stanley <laughs> right in his fucking pumpkin nose. Make his pumpkin nose smash. Pumpkin blood go everywhere. Get in the CNN, CNN anchor's eyes. She get AIDS. She die. <laughs> Flat Stanley has been AIDS positive since 1982. <laughs> <laughs> he was patient zero. <laughs> Fucking another big glob, like a finger come off for some reason. It fall on the CNN news truck. It blow up, tire go, like Final Destination, bounce off a mountain. Hit fucking Katie Kirk in the head, blow it up, she dead. <laughs> Rachel Maddow walks out the fucking Fox News truck. Big old fucking piece of tin from the truck come down, split her in half perfectly. She fucking start crying, but she did anyways. <laughs> Flat Stanley has now been fucking massacred. His head blow up from the inside, but his body's still moving because he has so much momentum. So he's br- pretty much a vegetable, but his <laughs> but his wheels are still turning, so his body's limp, kind of bent backwards, but his two wheels are going straight, 
So he goes right past Grimma's, fucking barrels down on Minneapolis. <laughs> fucking causes a massive contusion in traffic. Nine kids died. That's it. Just kids. And then Pumpkin starts singing. And what do they say, Pierce? They go, Pumpkin Doris, Pumpkin Doris, Flat Stanley, his soul is freed. Saved the pumpkins. And you get it. And Flat Stanley's fucking soul comes out of Stack Lantern and fucking go into the air. Grimace look into the air. Pumpkin Stanley's soul goes deep into Grimace's soul. Grimace screech out, and he starts to melt into the ground. (laughs) That is Skinwalker Ranch. Grimace's body, you can see it, is now in liquid form. Starts to bubble, and the ground soaks in Grimace and Flat Stanley's pumpkin soul. Thanks for the treat. is how Grimace became the jokester that controls... Skinwalker Ranch. And, and that's they... <laughs> that's how Magic Johnson got AIDS. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest part about that podcast was the alcoholism. 